There we are. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chat on Education Live. We've already had like a half an hour's worth of conversation. And, you know, we've primed ourselves. Welcome to the chat. We got Andy Lizer, Diana McGee. Myers McGee, I'll say all of your names. Fine. Uh, Melissa Pilikowski, Audrey Turnbow, and Dave Blitchard. This is like, where's where's Glenn? Who's that? He's <laughs> out of town. Vacation. Vacation. Good for him. I guess. Here's a jealous. <laughs> I, 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 I do this. I I'm completely jealous. <laughs> they so. To, to, what, July? Is that when you were gonna yeah. take a break? <sighs> yeah, no, I can't. I can't. I don't sound I like a good idea at the time. Yeah, yeah it sounds great. Um, come to participate, they said. <laughs> really cool stuff, they said. Yeah. And then so COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. So we're live basically everywhere. I think that you can be live. Um, we're live on the participate. Twitch channel. We're live on the Participate YouTube channel. We're live on the On Education YouTube channel. Um, we're live on the Facebook channels for both Participate and On Education. So we're basically live everywhere you can be live that we're allowed to, that they let us do that on. Um, thanks for watching wherever you're watching from. Hi-lo. Hello. Hi-lo. Hi-lo. Dan Krinas from the Leader of Learning podcast he's great mark otter watching as well uh which is super exciting oh i just said things about my company and my boss is watching that's always a good sign <laughs> so this is um um this has been a really shitty week can we Okay, you know, whoa, there's whoa. an inverse go, to that go, too. That's just like, go, go. I yeah. need it, please. So, please you know, I if you listen to my live stream last week when Glenn and Diana were on, and I mean, man, I thought I, I mean, I made it a big joke, just what how awful this was. And then I, I really started rethinking it. I'm like, you know what, we are, and by we, I mean, like. Two-thirds to 60% of America right now, I think, are making history. And we are making, God, I hope, some of the most needed changes. And they're not going to happen fast enough for some people. And I totally appreciate that. But I kind of realized about Monday, I, I was like, you know what? Dear God, you're complaining and... People of color have had to live with some of this. I don't know if we can say the word. Um, shit. Say it. Or uh, had to live with this shit for their entire lives. And who am I to complain that I'm feeling heavy and God, what a tough year this is? Well, goddamn, it's time that we had this year. Yeah, you you wonder how much people could take. Like it's been, well, it's been a couple hundred years, but it's also been like at least five or six or 10 years of debt, like pretty consistent tragedy after tragedy. And it's like, is this one going to be the one that makes people wake up and realize what the hell's going on? Is this one going to be the one? And it's never been the one. 
Um, it feels I don't. Different. It does. Mm-hmm. Different in a good different. way and different in a very uncomfortable way, which I assume too is in is in a good way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As yeah. I said, in my my seat of privilege here, I and I acknowledge that, but you know I, that uncomfortableness I see as immense progress, but the very beginning of it. Mm-hmm. There's a big uphill we still have to climb. That is for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. Um, it was. It was kind of we were. We're 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 thankful, I I guess, on the podcast for a couple reasons. First, we've been pretty consistently like talking about this for a long time, like since we started. You know, basically, we've never really stopped talking about stuff like this. I I, I mentioned to someone the other day we did a, I I mean it's buried because of other episodes and like it's like a hundred and fifty episodes ago, but like way back, like if you go back we did an episode on like school funding and redistricting like in episode like 20 and how, and we brought on like a a think tank, like a, um, um, someone that I had made contact with from a, from an educational think tank that was writing reports on how districting uh, disproportionately affects people of color and that affects their schooling. And listen, if you don't think that, you know, this has to do with education. I mean, uh, we're going to get to it in a little bit, but like, you know, I, I, we, we, I wrote it in our, in, in the statement that I wrote last night and, um, you know, this has everything to do with education. And, and so we've been talking about it here and I was so happy that we were able to get Michael Bonner on the podcast. We had, you know, we had him scheduled. Um, one of the things that I had been reflecting on, um, over the last month or so prior to this, like, so, so in the last little while was just making a more concerted effort to have more people of color on the podcast. Um, Cause uh, I consider our, our, us an ally, like already, like not, not as of now, but prior to now, I'd like to think that we were still doing, you know, having those hard conversations, talking about those things and not being afraid to do that. And, and so, you know, but we weren't really like, um, so we were a good place for people to, of, of color in particular, to come on and talk about how, you know, education is being impacted by, by this systemic racism and stuff like that. And, um, so I was happy to have Michael on and, you know, we have, um, Adam, Adam file on next week. And then, um, coming up real soon, we have Jed Deeryberry who, um is a is a very very outspoken um gay man and um and then we have a number of other we've invited a bunch of people on and we're reaching out um constantly and and um again in the statement i wrote you know all this really took was a little more work um by me to like actively seek out those people instead of using like i'm tired i'm busy i got like i i literally do this for an hour uh, once every couple weeks and kind of scour the inner, but like I needed to invest more, like uh, be in more intentional, I guess is the word that I would, I would use about, mm-hmm. about who I was asking and not be like, Oh, I can just have so-and-so on again because they're, they're really good. And they are. And obviously we love all of our guests. We wouldn't have you on the podcast if we didn't think you were frigging great, but we need to be, 
more we needed to be more intentional about who was um who was joining us and um making sure that um voices were really choppy we were we were including all as many voices as we possibly could so that's what we're doing um man i don't know what to say i'm at a loss for words i'm tired i said in the i I said in our chat today i'm tired and angry and and so out of mountain dew (laughs) out of mountain dew yeah yeah it's a crisis i have water i bought these new water bottles by the way not non not an ad this is a this is a 40 ounce water bottle it's huge Look at it. It's like bigger than my head, which is so small. You could put three cans of Mountain Dew in that. I've drank I've drank two I've drank I've drank two of these today. Good for you. That's really good. So anyways. Um anyone else have thoughts before we get into like I want to get into the statement a little bit and um and kind of share some of the big takeaways from that. I think that's probably the most appropriate use of, of, of tonight. Um, but does anyone have any kind of overwhelming thoughts about what's been going on the last week? You know, I think that before we, we jump into the other pieces that we're talking about tonight, you know, you said you're tired and you don't know what to say. And and we, I think a lot of people don't know what to say. And there's been that buzz around social media of as a white educator, as a white leader, as as a white person, what should I be saying? What should I be contributing? And I think that as more and more people are gaining any um, amount of followers or traction or valid conversations or district leadership or even classroom leadership and connections to your community, what we really need to focus on is using those platforms of whatever size to share the, the messages that are, are really important that we may not be saying because we don't know those words. We didn't live it. And um, I, I scroll through TikTok. I do. And I've seen more. Who doesn't? You either do or you're lying about it. Right, TikTok right. is freaking great. And I've seen more, <laughs> more duets of people saying, and I turn my platform over to you. And they literally put their phone down so they are not even on the screen. And it is this other person who has no followers at all. And you see them a couple of times. And it's it's just them using their platform to, to amplify. And does it have the same number of likes as everything else? No, because the algorithms are designed to not amplify that. Mm-hmm. But it's it's that effort. It's that, it's that saying, I am going to turn over my abilities to help share your messages because it, it's not my message. I can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see you. I hear you. Let me amplify you. I think that's really yes. incredible. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And people need to vote. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. And they need to vote for what they actually believe in, not just for a side that they have always voted for. And that is something that I've been trying to communicate with people that like, just because you've always voted one way, doesn't mean that that's the way you have to stay with this upcoming November. 
Um, you need to really dig deep into your morals and what you believe in, and you need to stick to those morals and you need to vote accordingly. Um, and look beyond that single issue, that one major thing that, that seems to be the one thing that keep, kept you in one place, looking beyond that and acknowledging that and realizing, hey, there may be some bigger things that we need to focus on. Sure. And that one sticking point, there's a name for that. What is that? Single issue voting, something like that. Yep. Mm -hmm. So to me, in the past, it has a lot of it has come down to, um, you know, pro-life, pro-choice. That's what it is. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. that's what our church All it is. preaches. Yep. For sure. Oh, and it's definitely linked to organized religion. Yeah. And, and I think, and I hope, I should say, let me go with hope, that that can take less of a driving force and we can put human humanity ahead of it. And folks would argue, well, that's what that is. Well, is it though? Um, you know, and I'm going to kind of circle back to, to what, to what Dave said, you know, and how scrolling through this and scrolling through that and, and the whole voting and everybody's, I say everybody, a lot of folks are doing this in their, in their own way. Some of them very, very um, loudly online, others with quiet donations. Um, and I think the only wrong way is nothing or, or straight up ignoring it. Um, there was a, there was a tweet today I saw. It was actually retweeted from Flocabulary, which I love. Um, and 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 I won't. I am horrible with names. Okay, so I'm not even going to go there, but I'm going to acknowledge the Twitter handle as Principal El. I think you may or may not know who this is. Take a look. Anyway, um, and, and I even put on my Curb shirt today. All right, mm -hmm. because I wanted to share this. When I got the text, "Hey, are you in tonight?" It's going to be heavy, you know, <laughs> given the, the light of what's going on. Uh, this tweet kind of stuck out, and and, uh, and Principal Yell said, having the courage to engage in conversations or chats where you may not be an expert or even the main voice is a great step. It may seem small in the multitude of voices and viewpoints, but openly discussing racism and an impact on Black lives is huge, he says to me, but to everybody. And I feel like this is one of those small things that I can do that is pushing me, pushing me outside. I, I don't want to say outside my comfort zone because it's something I do feel very passionately about and I try to lend my voice to, but it's not easy and nor should it be, but it is important. Um, I hope people can follow. I mean, we're reaching the problem, the problem among many problems is that we're preaching to the choir here. Like, I mean, everyone, I'm sure everyone who's listening is already like already agrees with us. And, and stuff like that. So it's tough because we're, we're in an, a bit of an echo chamber. But like, I, I really wish people understood that when you vote, for example, um, for pro people of color policies, when you vote pro immigration, when you pro vote pro education and uh, you vote for in particular, to be honest, I'll just say it for Democrats. Abortion goes down, you idiots. Like, like that is that is not just being pro-life in a in a societal um, sense that you're you're doing things as part of society that cause abortions to go down, but like like it's just there's a thread, and um, sticking to this one issue is not going to help people. We need to people need to vote. 
uh, and realize that you can be pro-life, you know, in, in more than one way. And, mm -hmm. you know, so, you know, yeah. Oh boy. It's, it's yeah. been, um, it's been challenging and it's not going to get easier. And, and, um, like, like we said on the podcast, uh, this week, we're not always going to have, like Andy just said, we're not going to always have the right words to say. We're mm -hmm. not always going to, um, we're, and we're going to say them wrong, um, as well. I have no doubt. Um, and, um, we're, we're thankful that we have friends and, and comrades and, and, and peers that will, um, correct us in the ways that we need to be corrected when we need to be corrected and do that in a respectful way. Uh, I, I have no doubt that, you know, you know, there, there's tons of people that if, if, if we said something wrong or stupid would just, you know, go after us, you know, but you know, then I know that we have people like Michael and Sarah Thomas and Adam file that, that would say, yo, you know, this, this came out a little bit wrong. Let me tell you my perspective and, um, and let's talk through this a little bit. Um, and that's, that's, I think helpful. That'll be what's helpful for the, for, for most people, especially people that are honestly interested in engaging in this topic and wanting to learn and learn how to approach it with the right, in the right sort of ways. Um, but, but aren't there yet, you know, it's not going to be helpful to just get absolutely crushed by social media and Twitter. And, you know, the, there, there is, and we've talked about it and I'll, I'll shout it out too, because again, I'm, I'm not sure I'm afraid of anything right now, uh, but there is like this, the, there are these folks out there that are the hyper woke, you know, aggressive people too. And that's just, that's not just as toxic, but it's, it's scary. And it makes you want it. I, I actually told Benjamin Doxetter that I don't want to engage with him because I'm afraid of him. Like I'm afraid of the way that he converses with me. Um, Cause we've, we've had conversations before and I think I'm a pretty like, I'm a pretty good guy on this topic, right? Like I'd like to think so anyways, um, you know? And so I just, I'm hopeful that when, um, when the conversation is, can remain civil on both sides and, you know, that we we're all learning from each other and, and getting better together. Uh, and I think that that's probably the best amanda fox is is really weighing in on the chat and that's nice for but trying and engaging is definitely the key love the courage of this discussion thank you uh these are and i'll tell you these are the good these are good people here in this in this chat and uh we all want to be better um and you know it's scary times and it's tough times but the conversations have to be and even if they're scary and tough I guess. I mean, they've been scary and tough for people of color for a long time. So, amen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> still, um, I feel incredibly selfish bringing this up because this better together. I, I am. I'm discovering how, and again, there is a bit of the toxicity on social media. But I'm, I'm looking at my own friends, lifelong friends, family members. Okay. 
not there, not getting it, not open to, to listening or trying. And you said better together. I feel like this is driving some people apart. And granted, it's driving people apart in, and, and I say this to this group and to those listening who are, you said in that sounding room, who were probably pretty like-minded, feel like we're, we're, we're on the right side of things here. How can you not see that? How can I phrase this in 18 different ways to try to make the connection and it just doesn't happen? And we see this happening too. And granted, it's, it's with a certain, how do I say this tactfully? There's a certain type of folk that tend to then split off, right? And, and find their own bubbles. But it's bringing a lot of people who weren't together, together, or who didn't know they were together, together. And it's, it's casting off what I would say quite a bit of sour negativity or sour silence. Um, and I don't know, what does the group think about the divisions that kind of may have come from longstanding connections? I I definitely see that. I mean, probably much more on Facebook than on Twitter. Um, on Twitter, I feel like there's way more of this feeling than on Facebook. Um, but it's been really nice. Yeah, on that one hand, seeing the people who are supporting the posts. And you do know notice some very audible silence from... and. and and not just on a single post because people can't see every post, but it's disconcerting when there are people notably not liking your posts who have always liked them before. Absolutely. I had this conversation today with my sister-in-law. I said, you know, like I have been posting about, you know, different books that we as teachers and media specialists can have in our libraries and different books that we as teachers need to be reading. I've been posting about how we can be an ally and an advocate. And I have been posting about, you know, different ways that you can donate money to help rebuild the North side of Minneapolis and all sorts of other different things. And I've, it's been nearly crickets except for, you know, the people that I would expect to would hit like for that. And then this morning I posted about how it was National Donut Day and my kids were eating donuts and suddenly, suddenly everyone mm -hmm. was liking and commenting and it's my family, it's my friends, it's my leaders in my school. And it's just, I don't know, it's so upsetting to me. <laughs> it is so, I purposefully didn't post about Donut Day even though I'm, I noshed on some very choice donuts this morning. <laughs> But I purposely didn't, almost as a test for exactly what you were saying. Like, I don't want to add something off topic right now. And, and granted, I posted, you know, my kids end of the school year parade, and that was wonderful too. So in a way, that sort of was the same thing. But you're right. There, there is some some disengagement, some some lack of connection or, or choice and in, in interaction. Um, and, and, it, and it, it worries me, but then, it, of course, then I think more on it. And, and I'd say, sorry if I'm kind of grabbing the reins on, oh, on this go, conversation. Go, but, go. Um, and then, of course, my brain goes. <laughs> um, but, but, but within all of this, um, I start to think about, you know, is, is, is this a relationship that, that I, I need in my life? Mm-hmm. 
and and I and it pains me because what I thought I knew of this person is in the span of a week and a half is kind of really revealing true colors. And I don't know if that's on, if that partially is on me. Um, all, all I know is as an educator, a very large part of my job is to reflect on what I do and how I do it. And that kind of comes into my personal life too. What I do and how I do it speaks volumes about me as a person and I take that very seriously. And I'm reflecting a whole lot more in my personal life, on my privilege, on what I can do to be better for my community, everyone in my community, but mostly our POC, our people of color who have been systematically disadvantaged for centuries. And I never feel like I can do enough. I never feel like I have the words but I see folks who could have the words who stay silent and that, that really irks me. And so, I don't know. I'm just, it's been very interesting. Mike, you kind of kicked off our chat before all of this with the, just the, the exhaustion. And I think we've, we've nailed it a little earlier too, where, yeah, we're all exhausted, but you know, like you said, imagine those folks who this has been, this has been their life. This has been their parents' life. This has been their grandparents, great grandparents. This is, this is it. And we're like, yeah, it's been ten days. Well, yeah. and maybe as easy or as concerning as it is for some of the people that I'm not seeing speak out that I'd like to see do something. Like Audrey has mentioned, our schools making statements. I would venture most of the schools in the United States have not. Um, Our superintendent sent something out today. Did he? Or did she? she, Yes, she did. Thank you for correcting me on that. Yeah, that's okay. Comment right there. Um, But maybe a lot of the people who are not liking it are not where we are yet too. Like they want to be, but maybe they're where I was, you know, like a month ago. Well, and keep keep this in mind too, so that you don't take it personally. But this this happened to me. So not long after you guys had uh, Mayor on the podcast, many many episodes ago, I started following her, and she tweeted something, and I liked it. And her tweet had a, a had a bad word in it. I don't even remember which one it was, but I liked it. And I had a lot like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember which word it was. It wasn't even, wasn't even that bad. And I actually had an administrator in our district call me on the carpet for that and say, Uh said, I noticed that you liked this tweet and this is not like you. And it's against, you know, our district and all this. So I had to unlike the tweet. So don't it's just a like. It wasn't even like a retweet where you're putting it out with your. Correct. Just a like. And my Twitter account is my own in no place. Do I say I'm part of a district or I don't even say I'm an educator in mine. Um, It's my own, but I got called on the carpet. And so don't take it personally that people aren't liking it because maybe they are afraid of what backlash might come to them in their district especially if they're educators. Yeah. I was actually having a conversation with Glenn today. I, I, I 
in my years of being an educator and now um, as a coach, I've noticed that the higher you move up in education, the more stifled your voice becomes Mm -hmm. because you have to be so darn diplomatic. You're not allowed to say what you actually feel about these tough topics. And, you know, my, we received an email today from our superintendents, not at all supporting our families or our employees of color, but warning us about what we post on social media. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) it was really disheartening. I mean, I, I understand that we have a teacher just north of us who is now being investigated for her her mm-hmm. terrible comments. But even those comments weren't called out as being racist. They were just comments that were that caused some trouble, you know. And so it's just it's so frustrating to me that we're being warned about what we post on on social media versus taking time to support our employees and our families who who need our support right now. Did you get asked, or did, I wonder if anyone was ever asked, you know, why did you, why did you like that? Why did you retweet that? Why, why was that so important to you to get out there? And I feel like that would have been a really smart place to start. <laughs> and let's work together then on that, rather than, ah, nope, done, you know? I don't know. I think um, this is a good segue for a couple of things. First, I'd like to um, thank uh, both Go Guardian and Participate for issuing very strong statements. Um, Go Guardian did that today, and Participate did that a couple of days ago. And um, obviously, I, I work for Participate, so I was involved in. I didn't write the statement or anything like that, but I saw it and had a chance to weigh in or whatever prior to its release. And I have to say that um, one of the things that makes organizations able to speak up is when they work within a set of values that's um, that matter, you know, and that care for people. And I think that you can tell the companies and organizations that have values that are people centered and justice centered um, by seeing who speaks up and how they do it. Um, And, you know, so, you know, we as a podcast align with people who have (laughs) values that center, you know, people in them. And um, I work for a company that, you know, has values that have people at the center of their organization and not just white people, but all of the people. Um, And in particular right now, centering people of color and lifting up, you know, their voices. So we're actively at participate engaged in trying to identify um, uh, partners in our communities that we can elevate and, and bring um, up front a little bit more uh, to share some of the work that they're doing. And I mean, a lot of the communities that we deal with are people centered themselves, you know, and, and actively doing uh, work to help people in a number of different ways. So, um, 
you know, I guess if I took away some hope, I, I, I think that we can end this little bit on, on, you know, even though I was the one who said it was a terrible week, I think that it, I do see um, a reason to be optimistic about um, where we go from here. Uh, and it's not always going to be easy. I, I'm really interested. There was, um, I, and I just passed kind of my way before this started. Uh, Tanahasi Coates um, said something today, um, which I've been kind of waiting, um, you know, for a bigger kind of statement from him. I don't know where it is. I'm going to have to go looking for it. But, uh, and it and it centered around optimism too. And he's definitely a guy who's not always or very rarely optimistic. So, <laughs> so I'd be interested in in <laughs> what he's saying. Um, I do want to draw people's attention, or at least um, talk a little bit about what we, what I, I guess I wrote. I I, I try to avoid saying we because I wrote this, um, but I did kind of share it with everybody before I published it. Um, a little bit and and um but i do think that um beyond like spelling mistakes and grammar and some slight sentence structure nuance and and slight different word choices uh i think we i feel like we're all generally behind this and if you weren't you know feel free to come after me later but uh or maybe yesterday uh <laughs> But um, we issued. I, I wrote this statement. Um, it's it it's 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 definitely what's been on my mind and what I've been trying to think and say about this. Um, but it it does have um, some action items related to what what the podcast is actually going to do. Um, and I did want to highlight those because I think that's where. Um, it's important to, I think it's important for us to, um, say it out loud, what people are going to do. I, 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 I've disliked statements, um, that have said, you know, we support people of color and I'm like, great. How? I mean, tell me, tell me what you're actually going to do. Tell me what's changing, because I'd like to think you've always supported people of color, to be friggin' honest. So, like, what what are you doing that's different? Um, because that's that's what actually matters. <laughs> you know, you can you can tell me all day that you support people of color. I support people of color, you know, and frankly, everyone should. But, um, you know, in light of what's going on, you need to tell us what's happening that's going to be different. And uh, so I thought that was an important part of this statement was not only do we um, con um, condemn what's been going on, but here's how we're going to respond. Um, and so, you know, highlighting the idea that we're going to um, put a lot more effort into having people of color um, and diverse voices on the podcast as guests. For example, that's something we can commit to. Um, committing to donating small amounts of our of our ad revenue. For, I mean, to be honest, and Glenn said this to me privately the other day, and I don't mind saying it out loud. We got approached um, to have a sponsorship, and we we declined the conversation. We 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 for multiple reasons we don't need your money, and we didn't really want your money, and um, it wasn't in hindsight, especially right now. I don't, it didn't feel like a good values fit. 
Um, and that's important to me now as well. Um, and it should have been more important before, but I feel like we've aligned with people who had strong values. Um, but this one didn't seem like a good fit. And so, you know, we didn't engage in the opportunity, but um, we want to um, donate um, some some funds um, of our revenue um, because we're not traveling a lot. Again, the next conference we go to isn't until the fall. Um, and so we have time, you know, to make up, you know, if, if all of our sponsors went away, we'd figure it out. We'll we'll figure out what to do. Um, but, you know, we want people to see that we're making this this um, this action, taking an action. And maybe that's supporting a charity or an organization that <clears throat> supports content creators of color, uh, something that aligns with us being a podcast or something like that. So um, but we did make some small donations yesterday. Um, in the name of the podcast um, to a couple different groups and causes um, related to what's going on right now. Um, and this was uh, this other one. It means continuing not to not be afraid to ask hard questions and demand real answers for those questions. Um, you know, uh, this was actually a statement that we also released um, as a tweet uh, a couple weeks ago or a week and a half ago. Um and we're doubling down on that, um, especially me personally. Like, this is more of a personal thing. I can't speak for you guys, and I can't speak for Glenn, uh, and I don't want to, to be perfectly honest. I um, I don't think that's fair. Um, but um, I am not afraid to ask questions that are important and not afraid that you're going to squirm in your seat a little bit. Um you know, and if uh, and if that means, you know, that we get to your book at the end, then that means we get to your book at the end. We like your book. You, you wouldn't be on the damn podcast if we didn't think your book was probably great and your work and whatever it is else that you're doing. Um, but you if you if you're calling yourself a leader in education, you need to have answers or at least thoughts. I don't need you to have all the answers. I need you to have thoughts please be thinking about this stuff. I need to see, I personally, Mike Washburn, need to see minds at work for you to have my continued respect. I need to know that you care about this and that you've been thinking through this, right? And that's what's important about that to me. And then um, continuing to dig deep into important topics. I think we've always done this well. Um, I think we've always, um, like I said, we, we talked about school funding and we've always talked about stuff that like, you know, I was actually asked on an interview that's not out yet about why we talk about stuff we talk about on the podcast. And I'm like, well, because everyone should be like, it's, it's what everyone should be talking about. I, I can't compensate for the fact that other podcasts and education companies and groups and people are, are chicken shit. Like, that's not my job, frankly. Um, we talk about them because they're important. Anyways. Uh, we'll link the, uh, statement in the chat and, um, Michael Bonner's episode is here as well. We hope you share it. We hope you listen to it. Um, just like every other episode we've ever released, we hope you, you, you take a, and we hope that you take something from it and that it improves what you're doing. Um, I don't know if anyone has thoughts on any of these or any of these points, but, uh, I've talked long enough and, uh, I, you know, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Good work. Thank you for placing morals over money. Yes. Yeah. 
appreciate you putting Brianna Taylor on there too. She's that happened right down the road from where I live, about an hour and a half down the road, and it's really hitting our state hard. So I got my Kentucky shirt on today in support of Brianna Taylor's family. Yay. And the many other names. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. There are so hundreds. Hundreds. So mm -hmm. Thousands. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I appreciate you also sharing different places where people can donate money to help support. I think that those people who are nervous about sharing their opinion online or with other people or whatever it might be, this is still one way that they can make a difference. They can, mm -hmm. can still, you know, put their money where their mouth might be and they can, they can help support this. Um, even if they, because of whatever their position might be at their jobs or whatever it is, can't say something online, this is where they can make a difference. And so right. I appreciate posting those different resources. Yeah, those th that those links um, came from the uh, Blackout Tuesday page, mm -hmm. um, which um, both participate um, recognized uh, and and um, in multiple ways. We we canceled our streams that we normally do on Tuesday uh, as well. And uh, we we also canceled all of the tweets. Um, I want to thank Dave for being cognizant of that and um, canceling all of the scheduled t tweets from the on education feed. Um, he did that without me even having to suggest anything. He just, you know, did it, which is what I appreciate mm -hmm. about about you, Dave. And, um, you know, we we I, I canceled. I, I, I actually. And this is, a, you know, I was so busy canceling everything else that I actually forgot to cancel my own tweet. Uh, and so I, it came out at like 10.01 and I was like, ah, crap, and I deleted it. <laughs> but it was so funny that, that um, you know, but uh, I was I was really appreciative of how supportive, you know, um, you know, I told Steve Isaacs that I didn't think we should stream. And, and he was he was on 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 board with that. And um, Brad Treffler, who streams also on the Participate channel on Tuesdays, um, and his is only once a week. Like he's not streaming twice a day; he's once a week. And he agreed to, to like he decided to stop his as well. So we um, we all took a pause, and I thought that that was um, important. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I just wanted to share something. My my sister-in-law, I shared this with you guys online, um, but she had imparted some wisdom upon me um, this week about holding space for people who are racist. And she, I can pull up her, her text to me. Well, she said something similar to, I don't, I'm not holding space for people who are racist or xenophobic or homophobic. I don't have capacity to to hold space for those people. I am pushing my capacity to people who are affected by what has happened in our state and in our nation. And I am using my capacity to support those who are 
are standing up for our our friends of color, our families of color, our employees of color. And I just, I was very thankful for her to <laughs> say that to me because here I was like putting all my energy in a, in a fight toward, with somebody when she was just like, you just need to back off and you just don't hold space with her. You save your capacity for making a difference. And I just thought that was super wise and wanted there to show was. Anybody yep. else who's out there fighting, <laughs> fighting a fight right now that, you know, people are hard headed and we just need to forget them and we need to put our energy towards something that we can change. Well said. Yep. And I think that with that same point, we can't not acknowledge when people are spewing um, the, the wrong thing, like completely agree with that. Like we need to ad address specifically and then when you see it just turning into that that battlefront, um, hope that someone else helps pick that up uh, because it's just going one on one. I know I um, had a, a message with someone this morning, and and I had a colleague step in and say, "Hey, Dave, that's nothing. Nothing's going to happen there." And I was like, "But somebody else will see it." And a couple hours later, somebody replies to one of the tweets and goes, aren't you going to reply to it or something like that? I'm like, yep, that's exactly what just needed to be there. Just just to see that that it's more than just two, two people clashing that are just going to clash because, but that there is something that isn't clicking on, on either side. And I'm not always going to be the right one. I truly think I was in this case, but... <laughs> You were when when the, thank you um, when there when that happens, we we do have to to acknowledge it. And I had a, another um, person who I've gotten to work closely with, uh, Michael Walker, send me a message saying, you know, there, there's the difference between call out culture and call in culture. And to be honest, never read any of the stuff that he shared. So it was amazing for for me to see that, so I could read it because. I'm a person that I will call you out publicly or I will call you out privately. And to me, those are both call outs. So to be able to see additional background on that was, was valuable, but um, you know, th there are plenty of times when it still needs to happen. Mm -hmm. Folks, I appreciate all of you. You're very so smart and thoughtful and, uh, and caring and, um, and I know that, um, you know, we have a lot of work to do. And, and, and um, I think the podcast um, is important and meaningful and doing good work. And uh, we wouldn't be doing any of that without um, you folks and, and Glenn and Kelly and Claudio, who are also part of the, the team and, and our great sponsors who, who, again, made statements and, are working um, with values that we appreciate. Uh, and I think that all comes together in really important ways to do um, really meaningful work that not just, um, that doesn't just help people with education, you know, core education stuff that improves how they work in their classroom, but it also improves how they um, interact with people in society and each other and um, their families and their peers and everyone else around them. Um, I think that this is a good place to end. Um, I don't have much more to say. Uh, um, I don't know. 
uh, what's going on this week. Does anyone have anything they want to share? Who's on summer holidays? Uh, Melissa, are you on summer holidays? Oh, oh, get God, I've been on summer holiday. Half for... The damn room is on summer holidays. Screw you guys. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm uh, a school year employee, so I don't really get summer holidays. But... Yeah, when are you done? What what day are you 57 on? Seven days. Fifty seven days to go. July thirty first. That's still oh, a long let's, time. Let's actually congratulate Diana for joining I two E as well. I two E is a wicked oh. company. Yeah, and uh, excited. yeah, Thank yeah. You. So yeah. joining, I it was so funny that the day that you posted that picture uh, of you with the I two E jacket, uh, I had a meeting with them like literally the day before um, <laughs> with Dave and uh, Dave, what's Dave's wife's? Is it Dave the the husband and wife that run it? I can't remember. Oh yeah, yeah, name. yeah. I don't know their names. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and then and then Becky. Uh, and so Becky. I had a meeting with them just that the other day. I was like, yeah, I know yeah. these people. So my uh, Minecraft training is through that organization. I'm so excited what? for you. <laughs> I'm scared. Oh, I'm terrible God. at gaming. Anything. If you uh, if listen, if you not not a plug, but definitely a plug. Um. Yeah. This week coming up, actually, and I'm excited about this, uh, I'm doing mm -hmm. um, pretty big amounts of training with Fair Chance Learning from Canada um, that's free. Um, if you go through my tweets somewhere, I'll, I'll retweet it so it comes up top or something. But uh, you can sign up and you... You could you could join my uh, my my Minecraft PD if you wanted to, Diana, and that'd be yep, fun. Yeah, I might. I saw that. <sighs> That's going to be a lot of work if I wasn't tired enough, folks. Team no chill. No, 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 no end. All right, everybody. Um, thanks everybody for watching. Thanks to uh, uh, you know Amanda and Mark and and um and dan and everyone else who who commented and weighed in um thanks to everyone who listens after we actually get a decent amount of downloads on on whatever nonsense we're talking about uh during this this weird hour that we do uh unedited and with nothing else on it we just literally throw it on the feed and it's downloaded which is crazy but you know thank you um uh and uh you know um We'll see you again next week, 8 o'clock uh, on Fridays uh, for Chat Ed on Education Live. Thanks, everyone. And thank you, Andy, Diana, Melissa, Audrey, Dave. Night. Thanks, thanks, everybody. Have a good night. Good night, everyone. Thanks. Take care of yourselves. Have a great weekend. Night. See you.